0: Welcome to Remnant Christian Center's podcast. We hope you are encouraged by this message. The word, the Bible says, hope deferred makes a heart sick. I want to speak very briefly under the unction of the Holy Spirit, those who feel hope has been deferred. Listen to what I just said. The Bible says hope deferred, in other words, when the answer of hope didn't come exactly like you wanted, it makes the heart sick, sick in other words, the heart has a sickness emotionally if your heart, if hope has been deferred in your life in this next in this season I want to encourage you there's a suddenly coming to fix that disease how many feel that hope has been deferred in your life for a season? Come on. Hope deferred. I'm going to add the PGV version. Not only makes the heart sick, it makes you stop believing for future hope. When you no longer have hope, then, then future hope doesn't exist. But I'm going to give you permission to hope again. I'm going to give you permission that your marriage will get Better, that you will get healed. That you will find the, pe- the person that is, is your helpmate. That you will get that business opportunity that you've been praying for. That you will get that healing. That you will not be passed by one more time. Hope deferred doesn't make the heart sick. It also stops future hope from hoping. I want to give you permission to hope again. I don't care what has happened. Hope again. If it doesn't happen, hope again. God is not deaf. God is not deaf. His the Bible says His ears is not deaf that He cannot hear. His, his hand is not short that it cannot save. I want to pray pray for those who have lost hope. For some reason, I feel the Holy Spirit strong on me on that. Either in your marriage, you've you you're you're like one. I, I know this sounds really crazy, but but the Lord speaks to me in pictures. I saw the picture, no lie this morning of like the terminator and the term i saw it right there i'm like what are you showing me the movie terminator and i saw the terminator that they, they 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 chopped the legs off and they kept going and they chopped and they chopped they chopped the 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 arms off and the terminator was like in a sense they chopped the whole body off and the head was still trying to get to the to the person this may sound really fun to you, but hope, the power of hope does that. It makes you keep going when everything is being chopped off underneath you. Every, your legs are being chopped off. Your finances are being chopped off. Your hope is being chopped off. There's something that the Holy Spirit has put inside of you to keep going. Yeah, I sure? That's right I just I, I do that's awesome so just hold hands right now and w- along the lines of hope please hear this because that was confirmation along the lines of hope hope is shattered when our prayers are not answered I know I know from experience I didn't read it in a book my hope was shattered when when I kept dealing with an affliction and praying and praying and praying and it didn't happen I'm happy to say I'm getting much better it hasn't been completely gone but it went from a level 9 to a level 2 or 3 amen but here's what I'm trying to say and this is actually my message is my message today is about the progression of healing and what happens when healing doesn't happen right away so I want to I want to encourage you that hope is deferred when your prayers are not answered and even some of you have a hard time believing for miracles because of what's happened maybe in your family or in our community that did not come like you wanted it to and you know what that doesn't change who God is it just means that you have to keep on pressing sometimes and this hurts when you see it in others and not when it happened to you but Though he slay me, yet will I praise him. Father, I ask in Jesus' name, you release your your power, your presence, your fire, that you would give us understanding, that you would release hope today, that you would release hope today. In the mighty name of Jesus. I'm just going to be obedient. Those of you who've lost hope, you felt you've lost hope, raise your hand. This is a bold, this is bold. You've you've just, man, I've lost hope. Just raise your hand. I don't care if you're uh, a a brand new Christian or been serving the Lord for years. Raise your hand. You said, I've just lost hope. I've lost hope for my marriage. I've lost hope for my finances. I've lost hope for my kids. I've lost hope. For my situation that I'm praying for. I just, I know the scriptures. I know what to quote. But I've lost hope. Here's what I I feel the Lord wants to do. Not, more than just pray for you. He wants to end the cycle of lost hope. Listen to what I just said. Because some of you go from hope to discouragement. From hope to discouragement. From hope to discouragement. The Lord wants to make you know beyond a shadow of a doubt. That hope and lack of hope will always come but he doesn't want you to get stuck in an emotional state that you don't have hope and discouragement so those of you who felt in this season that you've lost hope you've been praying for a long time for your marriage here's what I feel the Lord wants to do first, first, first he's first trying to adjust something in you and usually I'm speaking from experience. He's challenging how you believe. He's challenging you how you what's your faith. See, the word is going out right now. It's just not the prepared word. <laughs> the, the teaching is going out right now. But but if you would ask God, what is the main thing that it takes to please God, other than a holy lifestyle, it's faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please you. So, what lack of hope does is drowns your faith. And sometimes brings doubt that God will never answer. But I want to I want to say something on the on the unction of the Holy Spirit. If you're battling with lost hope, like I I just don't believe anymore. Always remember this: lost hope and lack of faith are synonymous. And I can prove it to you in Scripture. I can prove it to you in Scripture because Peter, when he was walking on water, before he walked on water, the Bible said he was afraid. Everybody say afraid. When he got to the other end and he actually was walking on water and he began to look at the situation instead of Jesus, the Bible says he sank immediately and Jesus, when he picked him up, you can look it up for yourself, he didn't say, why were you afraid? He said, why did you doubt? Wait a minute. So he said doubt on one end and afraid on the, on the first end of being fearful and doubting or lacking of hope and doubt is almost synonymous. The more that we lack hope, the more doubt begins to set in, and when doubt sets in, it triggers sometimes a catastrophic cycle. Why pray anymore? I don't want to believe God anymore. Why pray? And so hope. Here, please. I, I, this wasn't planned, but I feel this. The word so strong. Hope. Like I see the word hope being crushed. Wait, hear, hear me. The first thing that is happening when hope is crushed, is a signal that God is trying to get a message to you. Please hear me. This was not planned, but I'm telling you right now. I know because I could talk from experience. when I was suffering my affliction, there was times that I had to say something, and then I repented later. How many times have you said something to God and repented later? I said, "God, don't pass me by, literally word for word, guys, don't pass me by." And He passed me by. And I didn't get healed. And I said, forget it then. And then anytime someone gave me a prophetic word, I said, I don't want to hear that word, no prophetic word anymore. I'm tired of the prophetic words. I'm just being honest. Because a lack of hope is a signal that the enemy is trying to crush your faith. Oh Mama Kasha Crush your faith. Why is that dangerous? Because when your faith is crushed, you no longer have the strength to want to believe and press forward. Because nine times out of ten, faith involves no feelings. Did you hear what I said? Nine times out of ten, faith involves no feelings. Faith actually involves strict obedience to what you are sensing the Lord do or what he's already commanded in your, in, in your, in your heart. But the first thing that God does when hope is deferred is saying, what are, am I trying to tell you? Look at where your heart has gone. It's very easy to blame your partner for the, for the things that are happening in your marriage and not look at yourself. It's very easy to say, if he gets his act together or she gets his act together, I wouldn't be in this place. But nobody can make you feel anyway unless you give them permission to. Nobody can give you, the, no one can live inside of your emotions and say, I'm possessing your emotions right now. So the first thing God is saying if you lost hope is what is it in your heart that has been slowly dying about the promises of God, the nature of God, and his ability to come through? And then the next thing he says, and then we're going to pray. The next thing he says about hope when it's deferred is that there's an answer coming. Here's the problem with hope that's deferred. We don't have a finish line set from the Lord to say keep walking 10 more steps or 10 more months and it's over my God I feel that I wish I would go to the doctors can I be just really transparent you guys can sit you're hearing the word I feel this is the word one of the, one time in this decade I will preach the the gospel <laughs> I promise one time in this decade in the next 10 years will we'll I'm preaching now, now too I'm preaching now too but I I have a very powerful message that I want to release that I've been waiting to release studied and want to give it to you it's about wholeness okay listen to me I begged God when I trying to say this without being too gross I took every test every test I even even took up a stool sample test for parasites and I prayed God let them find parasites please let them let them find parasites please You think it's funny, I was in agony. I'm like, please, please, let me see a finish line. Let me see a deadline. Please, I'll be happy if they say you have worms. I'm like, glory to God, now kill them. I wish I went to the doctor and they say, you have a hairline fracture. We could kill it. Spend thousands of dollars, and each doctor says, you're perfectly fine. And I'm like, I don't feel perfectly fine. See, that's how it is in the spirit. God says, you're perfectly fine, and your heart says, I don't feel perfectly fine. I don't feel fine. My hope is deferred. I need to see a finish line. But here's what I'm saying to you. There will never be a finish line. Because this this walk is a walk by faith. There is no finish. There is no, you're going to have seven months of this and then you're going to end it no more. It's a suddenly. Literally, it's a suddenly. You wake up one day and you're like, that thing just lifted off my life. Or you wake up one day and your affliction is gone after years of praying. Or your emotions that have been shattered because of something that happened with your family or something that happened with another person. All of a sudden, your emotions that are shattered of what happened with your spouse or with your child, one day after years, sometimes months of praying, you'll see that thing suddenly break off of you. But here's where we need to to come. And I'm closing, I'm wrapping up with this. We need to get to a place as a church body that we don't put a finish line on the process and number two we need to realize that god is probably speaking more to us individually than he is about the situation the situation is only revealing how you respond because an orange only has orange juice when you squeeze the orange the true nature of a christian will come out when it gets squeezed If if an orange claims to be an orange, the only way to find out if it's a real orange is if you squeeze that thing. The only way to find out if if, if apple juice is not coming out of a lemon is when you squeeze that lemon. And when you squeeze that lemon and you taste lemon juice, that's the real deal. But the juice only comes through the squeezing. What you're really made out of comes when hope is deferred. What you're really made out of is when your marriage is in the brink of divorce. Because the enemy will lie. When, you're, when your business is not going where it needs to go, hope defers, make the heart sick, and it stops you from believing, and it stops you from having the faith that God needs. So, right now, if you're in this room and you're struggling with your faith, not because you don't love God, I'm just gonna I'm gonna take it one step further because it's personal to me, and I'm just gonna say it how I think we all feel. If we don't heal, if we don't get back to scripture and, and watch this, stop placing our hope in a finish line or a timetable, we will always just get discouraged hear me now, and we will develop anger towards God we will develop anger with God oh I will never get angry, but in your heart you're getting little bit, a little bit frustrated with the Lord and frustration will lead to anger And I had to repent that I was angry at God. Could you believe that? What I love about the Lord is that he doesn't strike you with lightning when you're mad at him. I'm like, I'm mad at you right now. He says, I want you to talk to me this way. If you've had hope deferred, please hear what I'm saying. It's a progression from the enemy. It starts off with disappointment. That's the first step. Then lack of prayers answered and then your faith is is, uh, wounded and then anger. That's a progression. Some of you are in the fourth stage. And the the dangerous part of the fourth stage is I've seen people, oh Lord, I've seen people never come back from that fourth stage. They get so hardened because of lack of hope that they're never the same. Do you hear me? They're never the same and either they go back to the world or they live their entire Christian life pretending and they're miserable the good news is that we have the spirit of God that if you repent and you give it to him hope deferred becomes now you're not the problem Lord you're not, you're not against me and if I don't see it it's okay because I don't want to misplace my lack of hope with who you really are do you know that Moses labored for years and he didn't get to see the promised land could you imagine all your life praying for something you can see it Moses but just with your eyes Joshua's going to see it though Caleb's going to see it but you won't anybody who deserved to see it should have been Moses my boy struggled for 40 years at least reward him with the promised land God didn't if he watched this but he was perfectly okay with that because he resolved, that was the plan of God for me. You hear me now. So if you have hope deferred today, just close your eyes. I'm not going to embarrass you because I know this is a personal thing. If you have hope deferred just right now in your heart, everyone eyes closed. Just examine your heart and ask yourself, has my heart gone hardened because of lack of hope? Number two, Holy Spirit, what are you speaking to me about? What are you speaking to me about? about the condition of my heart because I've been waiting for my marriage I've been waiting for this I've been waiting for a financial breakthrough has my heart grown hard am I blaming others am I getting angry at you because of my hope being deferred but today I want to take responsibility and say God if I'm placing my hope on a finish line then today I place my hope back again on you and if I have a finish line or not, I'm not going to slip into disappointment. Lord, now, I pray those who've lost their hope, I pray that you release healing. I pray that you release emotional healing. I was going to speak on emotional healing today, too. Emotional healing. And everyone that has lost hope. The waiting process is the hardest part. But Father, give them joy in the midst of the waiting. Give them joy in the midst of unanswered prayer. And Father, I pray if they've slipped into being angry, that they'll give this to you right now. Come on, would you give your anger to the Lord? I'm not talking about just you being angry. That's, that's good enough. But I'm, I'm going a, dip, a, a step further right now. If you're angry at the Lord. Privately, give that to him right now. Don't pick it up again. Come on, just right there in your seat. Lord, there's been some major disappointments, and I've been angry with you. Forgive me, forgive me for being angry at you. Yes, I hear that. Oh, God. Yes, Lord. When you're angry with the Lord, I feel the Holy Spirit here. He will go through to great lengths to show you in other areas how much he's pursuing you. When jo- I'm just getting this right now. When Jonah was angry at the Lord, as he's angry with the Lord, the Lord raises up a tree to cover him. He's like, I know you're angry at me, but I'm still going to shade you. it was in my anger with the Lord and my struggles just a couple weeks ago that he didn't give me my healing but that same week God gave me so much not just financially but even with my kids when they went to the send they got rocked I said Lord you're touching my kids and I felt the Lord saying I'm gonna there's no mountain you won't climb up, no, I don't even know the words now to come after me so it's like, here I am, I'm stuck in this hope being deferred and at the same time I'm angry with God God's, go, I'm touching your kids I'm touching your finances, I'm touching this I'm touching every every other area part of your life, I'm going to show you how great lengths I'm going to let you know I haven't forgot about you guys, and like I told you it was in that same week that I got supernaturally blessed financially and I'm like Lord, I was just angry with you a couple weeks ago. God's like, that doesn't move me. I want to show you that I'm pursuing you. So guys, today, let the anger for the Lord out. Let it out right now. Don't pick it up again. Whatever beef you have with God, let it on the altar right now. And know that he's pursuing you in ways that you have, you, you can't even dream about. I'm serious. He is, he is, he is building and preparing something right now for you that it may not be what you're even praying for but it may be better but what you're praying for can I hear an amen let's all stand up <sighs> thank you jesus and lastly you know you get pieces out of time right so it's, all this is prophetic preaching right lastly Sometimes God will give you the root of your disappointment and cause you to even cut that off sometimes You may be in a wrong place or a wrong You made some wrong decisions in your life, and you have to adjust those decisions Let me tell you you can't rebuke your flesh. You have to discipline your flesh Neither can you counsel a demon So sometimes years of wrong decisions Needs to be identified and cut those decisions off. Don't, tell, don't play in the rain till 3 in the morning and curse the devil the next day. You got to fix some things. So some things when it comes to a lack of hope is you have to identify where your lack of hope is. And sometimes your lack of hope is coming from a wrong relationship. You just need to cut that wrong relationship off. Don't expect God to rebuke the wrong relationship for you. Or the wrong eating habits. I can't tell the Lord, hey, Lord, I'm covered by the blood and I'm eating five hamburgers uh, uh, in three days. and And then curse God because I have a cholesterol problem. I don't, but it's about time that we take responsibility. Let's hold hands. Amen. Father, I pray for everyone today as they leave. I ask, Lord Jesus, that you would bring renewed hope. Seriously. Renewed hope in those things that have been displaced. But in the new hope, give them a soft heart again. Give them a heart that's softened again, that, that a, a sign of brokenness is tears. But they could cry again in the presence of God. And they'll worship again, and they will not worship at a distance. But Lord, that you would show them wherever their hope has been deferred, Bring healing and let them not put their their marks on a finish line, but on the the promise of the Lord. We ask you, Lord, in Jesus' name, bring healing in marriages. Bring healing in relationships, but most importantly, bring healing to the emotions of the heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, we give you praise for not only healing physically, but restoring hope. In Jesus' name. We're going to just worship one last time. You guys are dismissed. God bless you. If you want to just stay here for just one time of worship, you're welcome to. God bless you. Say hello to somebody before you leave. And we'll see you next week. Thank you for tuning into our podcast. For more information about us, please visit remnantchristiancenter.com.